So today I want to talk about Noise Walled Contractor. That was a client of ours and really good company. Problem with a Noise Walled Contractor, this was essentially the guys that put up the walls on the side of freeways and the problem that they have a lot of the times is they're almost the very last people on site but they're very last people they just go in and they just you know do everything else kind of needs to be finished kind of before they, they come on board and the problem that they always end up with is that what they have been promised their, their starting conditions are going to be are never their starting conditions so loads of stuff is delayed because so many people have been before them it's never the way it's supposed to be and then they always end up with these contractual issues people that finish towards the end are the people are more disputes and you'll find them. So because they always got to site at the very end of a project, they always had these issues, these contractual nitty gritty little things. It was always a pain for them. They always protect, like, you know, we always had to be contractually savvy from the out front. And they actually were, were pretty good at it. However, we first struck up a relationship. One of the things I was having a discussion with the owner of the company was, you know, you need to negotiate better terms up front. Because if you don't negotiate better terms up front, you're absolutely going to put yourself, you know, at a disadvantage because once this comes in and you know you're always going to have these little contractual things because of the nature of your business it's just going to sting right so what i'd like to do is that i'd like let me take the contract that you've been given and let me prepare departures against their, their terms and conditions and try and negotiate them for you and he was like oh no i, I don't want to i don't want to appear too commercial so like, oh what do you mean by two you know if they're too commercial they're going to look at me and they're going to say no i don't want to deal with that guy he's too he's too contractual he's too difficult to deal with and all this sort of stuff and I, I said to him, look, honestly, from being on the other side of the table, that absolutely isn't the case. What actually happens is the person on their side is actually, you know, generally a contracts manager or a contracts administrator or someone in, the, in that kind of category. His job is to award a certain amount of contracts in a year. All of these things come into him and he kind of disperses the legal things, commercial things. He disperses the scope of work to the experts. They kind of review it and come back to him. So he doesn't actually make this sort of decision. But one thing that does happen is if you go to tender for six people or six or seven people you go out to tender for and six out of seven try and negotiate their departures or their contract the, the terms and conditions of the contract to make them better for themselves and one of them doesn't you don't think that that one is really easy to do business with you think that one hasn't a clue what he's doing and so it was a bit of a mind shift that you need to understand that everyone negotiates these things it's almost like a game they give you their worst contract and then you come back and then they already have like different clauses for all of the different things and they just move to the the lesser risky one and a lot of times it's just you trying to explain something as well like if you're a scaffolding company and they're like oh you need to have defects liability period that doesn't even make sense because all our equipment will be gone the day we leave what for so stuff like that and so he was like okay look he, got, he actually had three tenders two was with repeated work which we always try and you know try and go for it and one was a new contractor and he was like okay i said well can i take the one with the new contractor because you know who knows if you're going to win that or not and you have to two with you repeated which you know you win he's like okay right so i took that and then we prepared and we negotiated departures and the response from the client was oh we're so happy that you prepared these professional departures it gave us confidence that you knew what you were doing and from that they they won the work and then obviously they went on and created the relationship with them were able to get repeated work with those guys as well and that's the power of actually negotiating the result that they had was they negotiated their the contract and they reduced their risk by a factor of 10 
for sure. They won the tender because they appeared more professional and knew what they were doing, which is completely the opposite of what he was going to do. So if he had actually just tried not to negotiate, the guys would be worried that these guys don't know what they're doing. It's their first time at the rodeo, as they say. So I really encourage you to do negotiate. It will help you. will look more professional and ultimately it's going to reduce your risk, which is going to help you stay in business over the long term. And hopefully you're going to stay in business over a long, long, long period of time. And if that's the case, you need to be on top of your contracts. If you've got any sort of value from this video, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, drop us a comment. We respond to every single comment. If you've got any questions, we will respond to you and I'll catch you in the next one.